Where we discuss the movie Titanic minute by minute. I almost forgot what to say there. That's insane. This is the 172nd time I've done this. I'm amazed uh, it took you this long. <laughs> oh. I'm your co-host, Rob, and join us always by my good friends, Joe and Duff. Hello. Hey. Uh, yeah, minute 172, guys. In this minute, Rose isn't letting go. Um, I want to start off with a question, if that's okay with you guys. Jack yeah. is very thankful about winning that ticket. Think about the reverse FOMO for Olaf and Sven. These are the, <laughs> two, the two Swedes that lost their tickets to that poker game. I'm sure for days they've probably been just so upset. A, just not, fighting. Just arguing yes. with each other. <laughs> just so angry about it. Like, not only are they not going they're on probably not. They're probably not friends right now. And right? then they'll re- read about the sinking. And yeah. And like, oh. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Dodged a bullet. Yeah. Because, like, you know, I'm going to make some assumptions. I, I'm assuming that they were maybe going to try to move to America on this trip. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, they probably had, like, this wasn't just, like, a vacation. Right. And, 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 so, and like, they, they had a planned rendezvous with those two people that Jack yeah. and Fabrizio shared a room with. For the bachelor party. Yes. So, <laughs> so like... I just, you know, they've invested money and time and told all their friends and family, like, I'll see you sometime. I'm going to America. There is a goodbye party. Yeah. And then they just come back, like, that next morning. Like, whoa, what? I, didn't the boat leave? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Sven screwed up or Olaf. I don't remember which one. One of, one of them messed up. And then, yeah, you're right. There should be, like, that should be a deleted scene. Like, Olaf gets the paper and is like, oh, and he realizes he should write a letter to Sven making up for everything that happened. It should be the mid-credits or after-credits scene. Like or oh, post-credit Mar- sequence. Yes. Yeah, like a, like a Marvel movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, FOMO, everyone knows FOMO, fear of missing out. But, like, this has to be the, the, the quickest turn an omaf um, <laughs> <laughs> an omaf yeah yeah it really is um so this minute sad um yeah this whole week, i'd this say whole week this whole week is a bummer man i know you some people really adore it though i shouldn't keep using that dumb <sighs> pun but i have to Sorry. you can't I yeah know. that um, seriously you can't reuse puns you have to make up new awful puns okay i'll try to get a handle on it you're such a knob. All right, come on. Let's do this. We'll lock in. Okay. Um, Jack asks Rose to promise to survive. Says no matter what happens, no matter how hopeless, you need to survive. Things are getting bleak. It's all about survival. Boy. Uh, you guys want to talk about a survival story? Hell Yes. Yeah, an early wreck of the week. No, I mean, it was supposed to be Thursday, but do you want to do it today? Because it, yeah. it, there's a lot of parallels between what's happening right here and the wreck of the week. So should we just well, do it today? Well, now we have to. Yeah, we can't just tease like that. 
Well, brought to you by the uh, Sam Kinison estate. Mm. I guess <laughs> it's time for a record of the week! <laughs> Hope everyone's awake. No, they are now. Um, mm-hmm. Let's travel back in time, because it's not a wreck from the future. So okay. <laughs> we'd love to travel back in time, as, as we are wont to do. I, I picked something a little different this week. We're not at sea. No. Uh-huh. We are on a river. Mm. Rolling. Okay. <laughs> Indeed. We, the date? June 15th, 1904. But let's talk about the... Sh- the uh, the ship this first pre-titanic indeed okay but not too far before it but yeah do you think people talked about that like the way we talk about 9-11 like oh that was pre-titanic when boating was a lot easier interesting that you bring up 9-11 okay this Uh-oh. what i'm gonna tell you uh the story i'm gonna tell you this was the worst disaster in new york until 9-11 oh Okay. So for almost 100 years, nothing happened in New York City that created this level of this loss of life. Wow. Okay. So I would like you to clamber on board, but hopefully don't stay too long, <laughs> on the P.S. General Slocum. This is a sidewheel passenger steamboat that uh, mostly saw service on the East River in New York City. That's where same as bums. It's really self-service that. All right. I'm sorry. A little background on this on this boat. Uh, the uh, the Slocum met its share of troubles leading up to this event. Uh, it uh, first uh, set sail. Uh, it was launched first in 1891, and its first voyage was uh, in June of that year. Now I I tried to t- I tallied up all of the accidents this boat was involved in before oh, no. this wreck of the week. Uh, it ran aground three different times. It hit another ship twice. Another time it hit a sandbar and it hit it so hard that the ship's generator went out. And here's my favorite incident. Uh, in uh, nineteen uh, excuse me eighteen ninety eight. No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Nineteen oh one. Uh, <laughs> the ship. They picked up 900 drunk anarchists from Patterson, New Jersey, <laughs> and some of the passengers started a riot on board and tried to take control of the vessel. And the oh crew had to fight them off to keep control of the ship until the captain could dock it at a police pier, and 17 men were arrested by police. <laughs> you know, that's really. I'm not even going to get mad at the anarchists because what do you expect? When yeah. you pick up 900 anarchists. <laughs> given, the po- given the politics of the time, I probably would have been on the anarchist side. But, again, <laughs> I, I'm with you, Duff. That's <laughs> you're, you're getting into a confined space with 900 drunk anarchists. <laughs> seems like a bad idea. So the last incident uh, leading up to this was in 1902. Uh, <laughs> the, the boat ran aground. Um, and... Uh, the uh, there was 400 passengers on board, and they couldn't free the vessel, and the passengers uh, had to camp out overnight while the ship was stuck. <laughs> Here's where things get sad. Oh no! Uh, this is uh, this is bad. Okay, so this uh, we have a charter cruise here. St. Mark's Evangelical Lutheran Church from <laughs> uh, the Little Germany district of Manhattan chartered the boat for 350 bucks, and almost all of the passengers were women and children from the church school 
and they were going to, it was the end of the school year, June, you know, and they were going to charter the boat to take them to Long Island to a picnic area uh, where they could have their end of school year celebration. So what you'd see on this ship were primarily like women and teachers from the church community and the school community, and then a bunch of kids in their Sunday school outfits, as well as a German band uh, that was playing on deck, well, much like our Titanic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So off they go. Uh, they're steaming up the East River. They're heading towards Long Island, and then uh, some crew members on the lower deck start to see smoke coming up through the floorboards. That's not a good sign. No, it's not. And they um, saw the uh, they, they went down below decks and saw there's a fire. So. Uh, naturally, they ran and got the fire hoses, and when they turned them on and turned them towards the flames, uh, the hoses uh, disintegrated because they were all rotten. Oh, huh. no. That's bad. So they Yeah, went, they're not went supposed up, to do that. No. Uh, and about a month prior to that, uh, actually, the ship was inspected, uh, and all the firefighting uh, equipment was deemed sound. Hmm. So the captain is informed of this. Uh, I may be mispronouncing his name. Apologies, but uh, William Van. I believe I'm going to guess it's pronounced Van Shike, but it may be Van Shake. S C H A I C K. They they told and th- this I'm getting a lot of this information from a great uh, article from the Smithsonian dot uh, com Smithsonian Magazine written by Gilbert King, and we'll we'll share the link. Too bad it's not Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a funnier article. If yeah. <laughs> Comic so, relief. Yeah. Um, the uh, the sailors uh, who tried to put out the fire, but the hoses were rotten, ran up, uh, told the captain that the blaze could not be conquered, and it was like trying to put out hell itself. Mm. Now, here's the thing, and this is what makes this different from most of our wrecks of the week. They're on a river, Yeah. and they're in the middle of this river going by Manhattan. <laughs> so people on shore can see the uh, General Slocum and they start to see flames and smoke billowing out of the ship. And the, the or boat, I don't know, steamboat. And they start boat. screaming for the captain to dock as quick as he can. Because they, they, they have, I guess, a better, really a better view of the damage taking place than the people on the boat. Sure. The captain uh, decided not to dock right away he was afraid if he tried to turn sharply that the steering gear would snap because of the strong currents of the river, and then they would just be totally helpless. Helpless. So he said, let's go straight ahead, full speed, and we'll aim for a pier at uh, uh, farther north, uh, up at 134th Street. Uh, th- when they start to get close to that, uh, they are told they can't dock there because they're afraid that the burning ship would ignite the pier and a bunch of lumber that's stored there. So they can't dock there. So then he um, so makes a burning. So let's be clear. It's just a burning boat full of teachers and kids just being like, can't, can't go there. It's like it's almost like uh, that uh, Batman 66 when Batman is running around with the bomb and you can't throw it anywhere. Some days yeah. you just can't get rid of a bomb. Yep, that's, uh, that's exactly <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, at the, in this era, very few people knew how to swim. And oh, uh, the like crew had distributed the life jackets, but they were also rotten and fell apart. 
So um, no. passengers. That, Maybe that, the eight times this boat crashed uh, left it in bad shape. Just a thought. <laughs> yeah. So this fire keeps spreading and spreading and spreading. And there's there's like uh, there's all this gasoline stored on board, all these oily rags. Like it is not just on fire. It is like a blazing inferno. And people do start jumping off, but many of them are wearing wool clothes and can't swim. So basically, they're Ugh. jumping over overboard and drowning almost immediately. Oh my! God. Within you know, sight of this. Manhattan. Oh my God! So the boats start coming up to the scene to try to save people, and they and they were able to like grab a few people before they drowned. But mostly, what they were doing is just running into a bunch of children's corpses, like. Ugh floating around uh interestingly enough along a tidal strait that was called hellgate oh man now uh we do our are super fond of um criticizing uh wealthy americans on this podcast and i will say that a witness reported a large yacht from the new york yacht club arrived on the scene and the captain uh just positioned his yacht stood on the bridge and just watched everything with his field glasses but never lowered any of his uh, lifeboats or tried to help. So there you just go. Want, just want a better view. Yep, exactly. Ugh. So the um, there are all kinds of... I'm not going to share all of these, but there are absolutely horrifying stories of different individuals doing crazy things. I'm, I'm just going to... This is awful, but I'm going to share just one, and this is the craziest one. And it's... Boy, I'm still going to say it. So... During this chaos, as much like the Titanic, people are just scrambling around trying to find a place where they're not like being baked alive, trying to find a place where they can hold out as long as possible while the, the captain is trying to get to North Brother Island, and it, which was a mile away. And what he's hoping to do was like, steam towards it as fast as he could, kind of turn at the last second and then beach the boat sideways so people can then leap off that side of the boat and go to, get to safety. During this chaos, a woman gives birth. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> no. Yes. <gasps> so uh, a woman gives birth and then clutches her newborn infant and leaps into the water. And, oh. uh, yeah, they they drowned. Did they make just, it, Joe? It's, no, they, they both passed away. So just absolutely crazy. The, uh, so then uh, on that island, there is a hospital called Riverside Hospital. And actually, on that that hospital was where they would put people with contagious diseases that had to be quarantined. So the staff could see this burning ship uh, uh, heading towards them. Oh so that what they did is, um, the hospital had a bunch of like engines and water pumps and hoses and stuff. And this is like true heroism. Like all of the nurses and doctors start preparing to help the victims. They. Um, a bunch of rescuers move along the shore, pulling the hoses from the hospital, and they're ready as soon as the ship gets close enough to try to um, put out the fire. The captain, his feet at this point just covered in blisters because of the heat, he was able to ground the, sh- the slocum about 25 feet from the shore. And immediately nurses started throwing uh, floating debris out there to try to uh, help people you know, stay afloat, ropes, life preservers. A lot of the nurse, nurses... Uh, dove into the water and started pulling people to safety but the heat was the flames were so hot that they couldn't get like close enough to actually put out the fire and uh just all kinds of amazing people once they got close to that island um 
and, and people that were chasing it on their boats just saved as many people as they could. Um, but um, unfortunately, uh, as I said, this was the, the, the greatest loss of life, the greatest disaster in New York City history until 9-11. 1,021 people died out of wow. 1,342 people on board. Can I end with a positive story? Yes, please. Let's talk about Willie Kepler. He's 11 years old, and he was not supposed to go on this excursion, much like Jack. Okay. He went on the field trip without his parents' permission, and he somehow uh, was able to make it um, off the boat. He was able to swim to safety without being trampled, without the non-swimmers dragging him down with him. And uh, he uh, got to shore, he survived, and then he didn't come home. Okay. He was so afraid that his parents were going to punish him for going on that field trip without their permission that he just stayed away from home for a day. Oh, man. The next day, he saw a newspaper, and they listed the names of the dead, and his name was in there. Oh. And, and so William, um, this is he's quoted as saying, I thought I'd come home and get the licking instead of breaking me mother's heart. So I'm home, and me mother only kissed me, and me father gave me half a dollar for being a good swimmer. Oh, wow. So, good uh, on him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he, he did not get in trouble. But um, interestingly, like, th- so this decimated that neighborhood. I mean, we're talking about one neighborhood in New York City, a thousand people just died like that. Incredible. That is incredible. The most incredible part to me is usually we think of these things and that no one is around, and it still just, just boggles watching. my mind that it's this 800-foot-wide river in one of the biggest cities in the world, and everyone's helpless yeah. or powerless. Wow. So, um, um, I, I, the reason, so I, anyways, coming back to it, I was just thinking of all, all of these, uh, poor women and children who were trying yeah. to desperately to swim to safety, even though they didn't know how to swim, just made me kind of think about Rose sort of in this perilous predicament. There would be yeah. bodies washing up on the shores of New York for months, I would guess. Yeah. The boats, like the boats were there trying to, I, I left out some of the gruesome details. <laughs> The boats yeah, we left tra- on a positive note, Duff. Let's yeah. let's let's keep it on that. The, the the boats trying to save people for just yanking, just grabbing bodies, live or dead, and like most of the people that they grabbed when they were able to save them were already dead. Ugh, awful. Well, are it's you guys a wreck of the week. <laughs> you guys, I like how back? we switched from <laughs> downer Titanic content to something even worse. I know, I know. Well, okay, let me can, can, let's 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 pull a lesson out of this. Uh, don't no smoking Listeners. on boats. Yeah, yeah. Check the batteries in your smoke detector. Mm. Do you have a fire extinguisher in your kitchen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fire. Do, does everyone real. in your home know how to operate that? What if it's a grease fire? Mm-hmm. What if it's an electrical fire? Do you know what to do? Mm-hmm. I, I think this is a lesson in fire preparedness. Yep. Imagine your life jackets being so neglected that they disintegrate when people put them on yeah i mean they actually set up like they their bar was so low that titanic it was better <laughs> like, yes. titanic was a better prepared ship you're right um are are you guys ready to go back to titanic 
Yeah, let's get some that. laughs. Let's right. get some. Let's lighten yeah. things up. I'm gonna right. go check the smoke detector. Yeah. <laughs> so so Jack tells Rose never let go of that promise, and Rose promises she'll never let go. So question for you guys: Do you think James Cameron realized this would be like a massive catchphrase from this movie? Uh, it's repeated a little bit, so I yeah. I think he knew it was good. But I'm sure he. I, I don't think he thought anything from this movie would be as big as it was, you know. But but yeah, yeah. never let go is probably the most it was repeated this, line, right? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely, I guess, designed. You know, you're right. It is sort of put in there, and it happens, you know, at the beginning and again here. So like, it is it is meant to be a thing. But you're right. There's no way he could have thought it was going to be this. Um, uh, one, two more quick and things. If anyone, if anyone knows about a thing or two about keeping promises to a loved one it's james cameron (laughs) (laughs) all five of them she does let go a couple minutes later so he (laughs) not of the promise Um, tyson tuesday true uh so i want to compliment here uh james cameron uses silence very well pretty much this entire week we're in we're in silence um you know, without like a score or anything happening, he for yeah. like such a bombastic director, he he is yeah. able to like good decision. Yeah, he does that quite a bit. He's he's very good at that. Um, it's, he knows what's earned emotion and that it doesn't need when it when and when it does not need uh, music to tug at the yeah. heartstrings. Uh, hypothermia facts for the week, guys. Oh, okay. Uh, when you're when you're experiencing hypothermia, you will experience shivering, numbness, and a glassy stare. Also, <laughs> I have also, that right now. I also have that right now. Well, <laughs> related. Uh, you also have apathy, weakness, and impaired judgment. Guys, don't we just call those millennials? Huh? Ha! Ha! Sing. <laughs> Says the huh? millennial. Says the millennial. Huh? Uh, yeah. Uh, and obviously, loss of consciousness. Snapchat that, kids. <laughs> oh man! I'll give you a filter right here. It's called tell a us, job. Tell us how you feel about Titanic in three emojis. Yeah. You just triggered me. Um, <laughs> do you guys? Should we? Or less. We, three emojis or less. <laughs> I believe was the infamous tweet. That's right. Should, should we? Should we end it here? Should we do? Uh, should we do survey? Let's do, do it. Give us a survey to get mad about. Okay. Uh, Or one that's nice if there is such a thing. I already have them picked out, so it's too late. Um, I'm doing two because we've had so many. Uh, Liked. What do people like most? Uh, That uh, you were smart enough to let the women do the drawing scene. Whenever Joe has to mute his mic because of Rob's ridiculousness, Duff's level-headedness, the banter. So that was nice. That was a nice compliment. Hold on. Is he saying it's good when I'm muted? Whenever you have to mute your mic because of me, yes. Mm, I'm going to uh-huh. just pretend to be offended. <laughs> okay. No, I, I get it. I get it. Uh, very, I am nice very level-headed. I'm the smart I, one. I'm very happy. <laughs> they one. did not see you on they Facebook did. the other day. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> when you weren't mad, right, Duff? You weren't mad online. How would you know? You're not on Facebook. Uh, I heard it from a friend. You had a, a oh. Facebook. A little, a little angry bird told you. You sent me <laughs> screenshots of I it. Know, I'm, I know. I <laughs> know. Uh, someone else wrote, I like Rob's what would you do in this situation questions. I like guests. I like the Midwest references. So look at all those things people like. Um, Third coast, baby. Disliked. The disliked. real America. Um, this one. 
I'm sorry, Joe. Um, but I'm going to defend it. Someone said they don't like, quote, the weird ads. And I say to them, we're trying to make money. Yeah. And, you know, Joe. This must a, be one of those millennials that doesn't think they need a job. <laughs> I Our say brand to ambassador them. went out there, got a bunch of new up-and-coming companies like Dead O's. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to find? Like, the brands are tapped out. Yeah. We got sued by. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're not supposed to say his name. No, bleep oh. that out. Bleep, bleep that out. Um, it also said this. I, well, I don't. Li- I don't like. Can I just say I don't like their weird face? So there. Yeah. <laughs> they. We have. A, we have another. We have another dislike. Another person said, and I. I'm. I listen. This is not me who put this in. I promise you. Oh no. I think Duff, and especially Joe, need to back the f off Rob sometimes. No. Like. Like, I get it. It's fun to tease the happy guy, but sometimes you're just wrong when you're criticizing him. Hmm. And nope. Duff, no, are we? No, never been wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, listener. I, um, uh, uh, other- really, That's pretty cool of Rob's wife to submit a, a survey. <laughs> other, we have two other comments I want to say. Um, this one. Man, this people gonna- will say the dumbest stuff to get that Avatar episode. <laughs> <laughs> this one... This one, I think we're going to have here uh, similar notes like this later. Someone said it's really great. Just be careful. Stop there. Them. Yep. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. We agree. agree. Send us some money. Just, <laughs> just be careful with the ageism. It's not nice. <sighs> Who cares? <laughs> okay. Uh, I just want to say one thing. Uh, I know it's like. This is gonna make me sound like I'm a like Reddit troll or something, but oh, ha- no. but no. but like for ev- Dan. <laughs> Dan. So how c- I do think it's interesting. Everyone complains about us making fun of old Rose. No one is mad about us making fun of Lewis's disgusting body. Interesting. Oh God. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> It's almost like people only take sides when it's someone they like. Okay. Interesting. And that they're, and that they're all giant hypocrites. Moving on. Um, this one ended on a positive note for you guys here. Someone wrote, quote, Joe got some negative feedback once, and he's much less rude now. Dislike. Bring back the sass, Joe. Rob <laughs> needs it. <laughs> P.S. I will not be listening to the Avatar episode. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> have I t- I've turned turned down the sass? Uh, you think turned you it have. off. They think so. You need to bring it back. Duff, have I turned off the sass? I mean, there was a couple episodes where you just kind of were silent, but because <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing to talk about. Yeah. I, I, no. no I, I, I I I just if you guys are going, I'd let you go. There's three. I, there's three I, hosts. I, I, should, I all three of us don't need to talk. You, you guys are you, doing well. You, Try the, telling me the, that the sass. <laughs> The sass adds the flavor to the sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, people think that you're mighty fine looking when you back that sass up. <laughs> wow, that's mm. so that's such a juvenile joke. <laughs> ha! Uh. <laughs> I was gonna think the only. The only movie, the only blockbuster I can think of that 
a door is so important is um, Lord of the Rings. Because that uh. movie has more door. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb. <laughs> you dummy. <laughs> You should add that in. It's like a, it's like a little teaser at the end.